Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney, so well. Hello, welcome along. Uh, We've been away for 10 days or so, but you'd probably not even realise because we've been churning out the episodes that we pre-recorded, but we're we're back and we're refreshed, our batteries are recharged. Uh, Sam, you've just walked away. What's happened? Yeah, just getting a pen and a piece of paper to make notes. Oh. Oh, <laughs> this is my new approach to the podcast. I come well, back with few, feedback afterwards. I've come back with a few big ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, he's jotting something down right now. I can see. Yeah. Wonder what it is. Yeah. Mm. Good exactly. audio. This yeah, like a doctor. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? When you're at the doctor's and you're talking to him, you say inconsequential things, and they sort of like look down and make quite extensive notes. Yeah, and all you said is. Yeah, no, um, I don't know. You say something just like normal, yeah. Like I've, <laughs> I've just got it. Sorry, I'm a bit late. Um, I was in a queue at Tesco's, and they go, mm. it down. and then just like right, right. <laughs> well, I've told you about that shrink I go to, the one who like I see a couple of times, no, quarterly. I had to cut it down because it was so expensive. Um, and he writes fucking all sorts down, right? Right. And I tell you what he has written down before, because he asked me extensively about what I do, what I'm up to, much yeah. more than what's going on in your nut. Yeah, are you a, back? There's <laughs> a holistic approach to thinking. The- he's not like, are you back on the filings or what, dickhead? Which is what he yeah. should be asking. Instead, he's like, so what are you up to, work-wise, blah, 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 blah. So I have mentioned Top Flight Time Machine for him. I haven't said by name, I said I do a podcast. Right. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's really interesting, podcasting, yeah. Um, what's it called? And I've told him, so now, what if he, fuck, if he fucking listens? That's all he needs to do, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need me. He doesn't need me even turning up. He might as well just send me a bit bill and save me the time of having to bloody speak to him. Yeah, he'll just send you an email and just say, yeah, I've, I've been keeping up with speed and everything. Everything yeah. seems fine. See yeah, you in three yeah, months. Yeah. I've been listening to most of the episodes. You're still fucking nuts. Here are your pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's manageable. Yeah. 500 quid, please. <laughs> but you're allowed to get access to your medical reports, aren't you? Through data protection and all that. You could, hell. You could like, that. make a request and they're obliged to send out your dossier. And you can find out what he's been writing down about you. Oh, I'd like to do that for fun. Well, exactly. For historical reasons he, as well. That's why you're allowed to do it, yeah, for fun. Do you remember the last... Yeah, that's what they, there's, the government there's a, there's said. There's a tick box when you when you apply it to get it sent out and it says, what, what do you want this for? And one yeah. of the boxes is fun. For a laugh. <laughs> Imagine, I mean, the historical stuff would be great. Like, um, remember, I've 
told you about the worst day of my life when I passed out in my coffin drop, had yes. a fit, pissed myself, and yeah. then woke up to find I only had one testicle. I was epileptic and I was sitting in the sick bay with Emma Ellis. Yeah. Prettiest girl in the year with piss all down me. Yeah. That was... I wonder how that was catalogued in my medical <laughs> notes. Patient presented with one testicle. Yeah. Passed out, wet himself, so we sent, uh, had a fit. Patient was sent to sick bay where he was watched over by prettiest girl in the year <laughs> before his <laughs> mummy arrived to drive him home. Yeah, it'll all be there. Prognosis, his life is going to be shit. <laughs> <clears throat> Either that or you get it all out of the way early on. And then it's all a breeze afterwards. But, I mean, I don't know how your life's turned out. Mm, yeah, well, you do. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say is I've had ups and downs. I would say mainly ups, but that was certainly a low point. Yeah. The lowest point? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, it, well, that's a good thing then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Playing sailing all the way if, after that. If someone had come to me, if you'd come back in a Back to the Future, if you'd pulled up in a time machine and said... Sam, it's me, Andy Dawson. You don't know from me, but I've come from the future. You do a podcast with me about digging. <laughs> you do something called a podcast. It's about digging, and it's in the future. Don't it's, worry. I know things seem internet. bad day, but they get much better from here on in. <laughs> do you mean I grow a second testicle? Nah, but they give you an operation where they make sure the other one gets knocked down. It's really painful for a few weeks, but after that, you manage to create two children. <laughs> One for each ball. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, we've both been away. Um, you you went to the the Isle of Wight again. Of course, I did. I spent the first first half of the ten day break completely in my hammock. Lovely. Because the weather was incredible. I had a television set up outside so I could lie in the hammock and watch the snooker constantly and yeah. then it was it was almost like um a plot from a, a musical or something because mm. come saturday night just gone i was at the fucking snooker sam oh yeah i saw that that's amazing i was at the world final did you take your hammock with you no i wasn't allowed i thought it might have been like, fitted in between the two seats that the players are in there's a good mm. space there yeah, that's well, perfect. I made inquiries. Space. Yeah, I made inquiries and uh, they weren't up for it. No. Wrestling with security on the door. What are you talking about? I can just put it between the two players. I'm Get not going to hurt anyone. Get it's your hands on my hammock. Really think. <laughs> no, wouldn't let us. So, yeah. I've had quite a week. I've been, I've been after four months of staying indoors pretty much constantly. I've been out and about. I've been to an outdoor museum. I've been to two outdoor socially distanced gigs. And I've been to the snooker. So I'm Fucking probably riddled with COVID now. That's amazing, mate. What were the bootleg yeah. Beatles like? From your photo, I I tried to zoom in because I wanted to be sure after my bad experiences in the past with Beatles impersonators mm. that they had all paid attention to detail and dressed from the same era. Because, <laughs> you know, I've had very bad experience with that and I, it makes me, and I'm yeah. sure it would make you very angry. Yeah, I was I feared the worst, but these, so, these guys are professionals. Do they stay in the same outfits throughout the gig, or do they change according to what era of music they're playing? Ah, they change costume. 
they started off as the mob tops and they did some of the early stuff. The early and then stuff. Paul Paul did yesterday on his own. Oh. Meanwhile, the rest of them scoot around the back and get changed that gives into them a chance. Yeah, they got changed into nineteen sixty nine Beatles. Well, that's quite a big jump. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't a full set. It was a truncated set, which I was slightly unhappy about. They only did so they went minutes. straight from early Beatles to late Beatles, they, and they, they missed out middle Beatles. Yeah, they missed out middle Beatles. Yeah. Well, a lot of people's favourite era is middle Beatles because well, that was like Revolver was thinking, and Rubber yeah. Soul, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, and apparently, that's what people like. Yeah, and when they do their full full show, they do wear the Sergeant Pepper costumes as well, but not yesterday. That's what a lot so, of people um, turn up to mm, see. It's just the Sergeant Pepper well, costumes, if we're honest. There wasn't that many people there. It was quite sparsely attended, but uh, it was good, though. You know, it was kind of just what I needed. They were supported by Bjorn again, who are, of course, yeah. the number one ABBA tribute group. Mama <clears throat> at Waterloo. Yeah, I think I've seen them once, but I was pissed, so I can't quite they, remember. They, 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 they were disappointing, Sam. They didn't take yeah. ABBA seriously. There I was a think bit of when I saw pantomime. them... I've got this vague memory of seeing them probably in the late 90s or early noughties mm. at some sort of like freebie thing and yeah. thinking and probably shouting that they were amazing and the best band I'd ever seen. But <laughs> I was definitely battered. Like when when you're really drunk, Waterloo sounds like an amazing song. Well, it did. It did. That's <laughs> what they came out and started off with. But then... Yeah. I think they're Australian Bjorn again. Yeah, and they, they started, are. They started doing all these cod Swedish accents and sort yeah, of between like song act. banter. Yeah. And all that thing of getting one side of the crowd to try and sing louder than the other half of the crowd. Oh. And fucking hell. And at one point, fucking Benny mm. uh, did a rap. Oh, fuck I don't off. remember any rapping in any other songs. The, 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 the girls went off to do a costume change and the boys did a cover version of fucking Jump by Van Halen. There's Fuck no room now. for that. This is ridiculous. Abba set. Mm. So uh, I mean, Abba's a serious business. You it can't is, fuck yeah. about with Abba. Um, so no thumbs down for Bjorn again. Thumbs up for the Bootleg Beatles. Good. Where was it? Uh, Newcastle Gosforth Race Course. When can so we do an space? When can we start doing outside gigs for the companies who are want, desperate mate, we could to go, see we us? Could, we could meet up in Nottingham. And do one in a park. Nottingham would be pro- the probable place, wouldn't it? Okay, Nottingham Cunters, you were probably our best audience. Although I have to say, Brighton ran you close, as did mm. Leeds. No, hang on, this is out of order because our heartland is Manchester, yeah. and all the Manchester Cunters listeners this will be fuming. All, all sh- the audiences were great. They were what? great. You were all great, apart from <laughs> Where apart was the- from the racist drunks in Birmingham. Oh yeah, and yeah. the yeah, po-faced, rejected. the po-faced Londoners, the, the hips, the Londoners at our final gig at Two North Down. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I see what you're trying to do. It's quite meta. Forgot <laughs> <laughs> about that. Oh shit, uh, I blocked that out. Are there any small batch coffee outlets around here? Yeah, mate, we're a small batch fucking podcast. If we told yeah. them we were small batch, they might have reacted better to us. Is that the That's new the thing, thing in London, mate? If you're in London. And you want to get in with the hipsters? Just describe everything you do as small batch, and they fucking right. love it. Not, not pop up anymore. It's pop up moved on. No nah. small or, batch. Well, now. double up. Say pop up small batch. Fucking pop, hell. Pop up small batch Peter. podcasting. They'll all be fucking there. <laughs> oh, talking of hipsters. Um, so, uh, in the Isle of Wight, it was a great week. Uh, you know, you know, it's my happy place. I had a great yeah. time. I got on the coins as I catalogued on Instagram every day. 
uh, won some great stuff. I was in the seat every day for a long time because it was so hot. It was great. I was just running to see. I had about three sessions in the sea on average a day. Sea sessions. Sea sessions. Sea, 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 session. Out, dry off, dry off, dry off, dry off. Coining, coining, coining. The thing is, it was so hot, I didn't want to sit still for a lot. So I was up and all over the place down on Shanklin. If you are in Shanklin, you would have seen me because I was fucking salmon about all over the place. Did you get recognised by anybody? Nah, well, probably, but, you know, people are very shy because of my larger-than-life personality. Yeah. Is it like when celebrities go around New York and they don't get hassled? They get recognised, but they don't get hassled because everyone yeah. in, New- in New York's really cool and they don't yeah. do that sort of thing. Is Shanklin it- the same as that? Shanklin's like New York in more ways than one. That's just one of them. (laughs) So I won a, well, I won't go through the whole thing, but I did, I don't want to show off, but I won a duck dressed as a US Naval officer. Um, I won a duck dressed as a university graduate in a mortarboard with a scroll. (laughs) Um, Brains McDuck. Yeah, Brains McDuck. I won a doctor duck. Right, Doctor Quack Quack, yeah. Um, so that was. The, I also won a duck in a bathing suit, but I lost him. I wasn't that bothered because it was shit. Boy duck I, or a girl duck? Uh, I think it was a girl, but I wasn't that bothered by it. The the one that really got me was I. They were doing only fools and horses stuff, right? And there was um, a mini granddad. No, Uncle Albert. There was no granddads, which I was disappointed oh. by because obviously granddad's the best one. Yeah. Um, but I can't tell you how much money I spent on chasing a Dell boy. I got two Uncle Alberts and I got the car, the Trotters Independent Traders three wheeler, right? Which I was pleased with. But the Dell boy was the one right at the front of the coins. And that was the one I was going for. And sometimes it happens like this. I don't know if you've ever had it. There'll yeah. be one thing right teetering on the edge, which is what catches your eye. You think, ah, I'll do mm. that in 80p. Yeah. I reckon I can have that in ADP. It's that yeah. near to the edge. It's teetering. The cunt's mm-hmm. teetering. He's asking for it, right? Yeah, gagging for so it. So I just go, right, that's it. I'm getting Del Boy, no problem. Five quid five later, <laughs> five quid later, I've got, <clears throat> I've gone over budget for that particular machine, for that morning's coining. I'm over budget, budget. right? <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got You're two Uncle... Idea. Ignore the budgets. I've got two Uncle Alberts, right? <laughs> I've got the car... No fucking... The Dell boy who was teetering at the beginning, he won't fucking move. In the end, I'm like, get... I'm thinking, they've done something here. They've stuck the Dell boy. I was, yeah, what was going on? There was all, was all the action around the mate. sides or what? what was, the what others was the came... The others just came down from behind. It was amazing. They were like wow. miles behind him at the beginning. And then they just came out. And then... Um, so in the end, I actually gave up because I was just getting so frustrated. I was getting angry and I didn't want to kill my holiday buzz because, mm. you know, I, me and the kids were having a lot of fun in the arcade. We were playing Mario Kart every day, various other yeah. things, like mainly coining. But then after we'd done quite a bit coining, we'd then do other things. They wanted to move on. I thought, I don't want to get grumpy and snappy with the kids over this. Just leave me down alone for a minute. Yeah. I'm trying to get a boy. <laughs> I thought, no, I can see myself turning here. So I walked away because when the fun stops, stop. That's exactly. what we always say about coining, yeah. don't we? Yeah. And then uh, the next day I went back and he'd gone. But then there was another machine. There was a load of Rodneys. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I've spent so much money, right, doing trying to get Rodney. And then all of a sudden 
my brother Cass turned up, right? He was, hey. He's not usually in the Isle of Wight, okay? <laughs> but he was there with his missus. And they turned up and they'd heard me talking about coining and they'd been to the show as well. I don't think they listened to the podcast, but they'd been to our live show in Leicester well, we Square. The history of coins, didn't we? And we'd done the history of coins. So they had this, they knew that, and they'd heard my kids talking about we mm. go coining every day in Shanklin. Pink so they turned up like yeah. a couple of amateurs, like, t- to be honest, tourists, mate. Oh, dear right? me. Right? Yeah. This is how touristy they were. Do you know what they did? They brought their what? own two peas from home. Ah, what? Yeah. They had like a change jar, right? Yeah. And they'd got it out and they'd got all the two peas out. No, in fact, they hadn't separated it. So it was all mixed up with five peas and that as well. And they came down with two purses full. And they came in and went, whoa, look at this lot. And I was thinking, oh, yeah. what the fuck are you on about? Look at this lot. That's about... To me, that's about half an hour's coining you've got there, fucking right? Wurzels. And then you've got to fucking separate it all out, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, good one. Jalapeño. If you like what you've been listening to on Top Flight Time Machine, why not consider heading over to patreon.com slash Machine, where you can subscribe. Uh, not only does your monthly subscription help support this podcast and keep it going, it also gives you access to a huge amount of extra exclusive content. Loads of extra episodes, yeah. You'll be getting an episode a day. And it costs less than a fiver, less than a pint. Whether you like it or not. Go to tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings to find out more and get involved. There's T-shirts and everything. I mean, for fuck's sake, what more do you want? Jalapeño. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. And they're like, right, how do we start? My brother comes <laughs> over and he's like distracted. He's going, no, all right, so what, what, what machine should I go on and all this? And I went, mate, just give us a sec. I've been trying for this fucking Rodney for like mm. nigh on an hour. And he's like, yeah. huh. And he goes, he goes like this. Don't worry about that. I'll get you a Rodney for you. Look at all this change I've got. And I didn't want to say to him, mate, that is fuck all change, right? What are you even bringing your own change for, you dickhead, right? You're, you're supposed to just change a load of pounds up in the fucking two people. machine. That's half the fun of coining. Ching, 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 into your plastic box. <laughs> Bring an old purse along with some money from home. That's like <laughs> cheating, right? And he goes, I'll get you a Rodney for you. And I just shook my head and walked away. I thought, this is ridiculous. When I went back, I, oh no, then I went over and saw his wife. She was at the coining machine using two hands to put in each coin. <laughs> two hands per coin? 
you know the um you know the you get two two basic types of machine you get the drop which mm. is shit I, we don't use those do we no. where it's just a single coin at a time mm-hmm. and then you get the um the shove funnel i call yeah. it the shove funnel which is what you use if you employ the dawson method the which dawson method, yeah. i personally do and um she was on a shove funnel but she was taking a penny out out of her fucking purse. Then with two hands, putting an individual tuppence in the shove funnel and then sort of like shoving it down and then staring to look where it landed. I went over, her name's so and Sue. No offence, but you are coining like a fucking grandma, right? You're going to get fucking nowhere. Nowhere. She went, well, what am I supposed to do? So I said, watch this. And I pushed her aside. And I just, I took her a change. I thought, I'm not giving a demonstration with my own coins. You want a fucking demonstration from an expert, you can put the fucking stake up. So I just grabbed her coins, got two fist fills and did the double Dawson. Her mind practically exploded. She was like, fuck. She went, fuck. And then like a load of, no prizes, but a load of coins just fucking yeah. tumbled like Niagara Falls out of the thing. Yeah. And then I just walked off yeah. silent, like Clint Eastwood in Dirty Harry. See you later. <laughs> You've learned something today. Fucking treasure it. I went back over to Cass and he's putting one coin in at a time, again, on a shove funnel. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I, he said, I said, have you got my fucking Rodney yet? And he went, uh, no, but I think I will. I just shook my head and left. Jesus Christ. Big talk. Big, Big talk. talk, but no action. Got in the way of my coining. It was like they wanted to come down and go, hey, what's going on, guys? This is really great. It's like when you take a friend who's not into football to football. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Oh, can we yeah. sing a song? Yeah. So did you win the Rodney? Didn't win the Rodney or the Del Boy. Really? That Del Boy, what, do you think that Del Boy was glued on then? Don't know, but it was fucking suspicious. Very so dodgy. Very dodgy. So uh, that, was you, a low, that was a low point of the holiday. Can, can you report them to the, the coining ombudsman? Well, you know, like golf clubs and snooker clubs have the resident pro. That's mm. how I see myself down at the arcade in Shanklin. Yeah. So obviously. I think it would be a bit of a betrayal if I started spreading stuff about Stop them. Grassing them up. Well, you if I was in another arcade, I might do. Well, like, you haven't the arcade, have you? So that's good, I suppose. Yeah. No, I mean, I trust this arcade. It's my favourite coining spot in the country. Um... But I was staying on a holiday camp in a static caravan. Right. So we could get short notice. Yeah. But I, I really enjoyed it a lot. And I, nice? think I'll, I think I'll be going back again. Um, they did on site have it, our own arcade with coining machines, but we didn't go yeah. in it. No, loyalty because to the original Because we're a bit worried about COVID. And also, yeah, didn't didn't really do much socialising. A lot of the people... A lot of people are very you- common, Andy. A lot of the people are very common. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. But I was a bit like, guys, um, I'm Sam Delaney's Britain's best journalist, so mm. I don't want to go it's, in. It's, it's my job to observe these people as observe, opposed to yeah, like, them. Who's that yeah. photographer we like? Martin Parr. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I take some photos of you just going about your business and then sell them to posh people in London for a huge price? <laughs> Uh, but this weekend I'm going I've been on that holiday which is quite common and now I'm going on a holiday that I've got strong suspicions will turn out to be very small batch pop-up hipstery 
Because going on another holiday. I'm going camping this weekend. Fuck I don't usually hell. like camping. I think it's a load of bollocks. But yeah, some friends, some good well. friends of ours said this was like much earlier in lockdown when they first sort of relaxed the rules about holidays and we were desperate to get away. They said, look, there's this like glamping place. And I was going to say, is, is it camping yeah. or is it glamping? It's, it's, well, it's a pre-assembled tent. It's quite comfortable. <clears throat> yeah. It's got a mattress yeah. in it, right? And they said, do you want to go? They said, it's very COVID safe. Right, it's really like you've got your own shower and shit like that, like your yeah. own shower cubicle. So they said, it's totally COVID safe. Do you want to go? It's quite cheap. Fine. So I said, all right. So then I sort of half forgotten about it. My wife reminded me it was this Friday. So I've just looked on the website this morning. Yeah. It's in Dorset. There's lovely grounds and there's a lake and all, all nice stuff, nature, as we like, right? So that's good. But. Then it said activities. So I looked on the activities and suddenly, oh, alarm bells, Uh-oh. right? One of the activities, this for me is a massive alarm bell, is axe throwing, right? Oh, and I'm Jesus, like, shit, for no. fuck's sake. It said, <laughs> sold out. This is one of the most popular activities, sold out. So I thought, well, if the axe throwing is sold out, this place is going to be full of cunts, isn't it? Riddled with them, isn't it? Yeah. There's Who one the of those axe fuck? throwing places, one of those axe throwing places in London now, isn't there? I Small batch axe throwing. Yeah, there is. Now. Yeah. What's going on with it? It's, do you know what? Actually, throwing axes is disgusting. They're the same <laughs> sort of people who would look down their noses at the people in America, the gun guys who go off and fucking go to shooting range. You go, oh, yeah, these gun guys are the psychopaths, aren't they? Yeah. Right? Well, you're throwing fucking axes, mate. And an axe chucked around is easily as dangerous as a fucking gun. Yeah, of course. What are you throwing th- axes for? It's fucking the outrageous. The kind of people who throw axes will turn their noses up at the darts, for example. And Precisely. All, all darts are it's just tiny axes. <laughs> They're they? actually less dangerous. I mean, look, we've all thrown a dart into the away end at football in the 80s, yeah, right? Just in and, anger, drunken anger. Horseplay. <laughs> yeah, it, but, you know, it's it's no more than banter. There's one picture <laughs> of it. It's occasionally went in someone's eye. But on the whole, it would just stick in their head. You pull it out, doesn't even need a stitch, right? Because yeah. it's unless you're fucking Eric your Bristow. Over it. Unless, unless you, unless Eric Bristow was in your firm, right? And he <laughs> could throw them. It would take your fucking head clean off, <laughs> or fat them a whip bread, right? She'd fucking chuck a dart at you, and it'd fucking knock you for six, right? But if you're just a normal <laughs> common or garden run up, <laughs> up, up and long, <laughs> she'd get you up the other end. She'd be in the North Bank and she'd get you in the South Bank, mate, with Sailing a single dart. Clear's heads. <laughs> be like a fucking exocet. But if you're just a normal, normal football fan, taking some darts to the football for a bit yeah. of a laugh on a Saturday in the 80s, you lob it at one of the away fans, sticks in their head, they laugh, they give you the thumbs up and a wink, like this yeah. is all good fun, good banter, pull they it out, it back. fine. Sometimes you get your dart back later on, you know, two and exactly. throwing. At- and yet, and yet, they would try to arrest you if they caught you at it. Nowadays, go and throw an axe. As long as you've yeah. got a beard and your name's fucking Jeremy, right? <laughs> go and throw a fucking axe around at a campsite where there's kiddies and yeah. everyone's fucking giving you a round of applause. Shocking. It's disgusting. So axe throwing and there's other, th- there's other big alarm bells. Here's another massive one. Silent disco. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking silent disco. Why? No. Have a disco or don't have a fucking disco, yeah. mate. Yeah. 
If you, if you, if you don't want noise, don't have a fucking, don't go to a disco. You dickhead. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I think you're just basically <laughs> reciting stuff that's in my uh, best-selling 2016 book, Get in the Sea. Was that thrown in there? I think I think Salad Discos was definitely in there. Actually, oh. might not have even been a thing so at This end, is but... all going on at this campsite that I'm going to now. Fucking hell. I don't regret signing up for it because I think I'll be able to stay out of those things and hopefully have fun. Yeah, anyway, you can do your own thing, can't you? The main thing yeah. is I'm amongst nature. And if I'm amongst nature, then I'm happy, mm. right? Um, and I'll go for a little run. I'll go for a walk. I'll just fuck around with the kids. My kids won't want to do any of those stupid activities anyway. I wouldn't let them throw axes no, or not. silent disco either. Um, so it'll be fine. But I'm I'm really worried about the amount of cunts that... Like, what if a cunt tries to be matey with me? Hi, mate. Yeah. Hi, mate. Mm. Not your fucking mate. You axe-throwing freak fucking weirdo. <laughs> I was going to ask what was the um, what was the hygiene situation like in the uh, in the arcade in Shanklin because you said well, you were coining you were playing Mario Kart were, yeah. you, were, were you wearing well, gloves well if what you look the, on the Instagram the... I wore a mask and latex gloves at all times right. so okay. there's uh, there was a certain there was a cap on the amount of people allowed in the arcade at any point yeah People were strongly advised to wear masks. I would say 80% mm. of people were. We were the only ones wearing gloves. But I tell you what, even if COVID ever ends, I'll still wear gloves. I'll tell you why. Me and the kids all wore gloves, these latex mm. disposable gloves that I got off Amazon. Got a fucking massive jumbo box of them, right? I've got some as well, yeah. They're good, and they? when you finish coining, mm. the fingers are black. Black, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. So it just goes to show COVID or not, coining gloves are a thing in fact we should market them I think we will yeah we'll just get some of the gloves off Amazon and just write on them ourselves top right to Amazon coining gloves just for a fucking marker (laughs) knock them out coining gloves (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit like one of the things you do one of those tablets you take in your mouth and then it it goes red all over your teeth where there's plaque that's so weird you should bring those up yeah my just before I came into my podding Have rig. Have I gone Cosmos there? Yeah, you've gone full Cosmos. I was just coming oh. into my pocket podding rig and my daughter's going to the dentist today and she's got some and she said, have you seen my pills? And my wife went, what pills? My tablets, what tablets? She went, the ones that show up the plaque. Whoa. Fucking hell. And you know, I haven't go. thought about those in years till just now. I mean, now. how often do they get mentioned in polite society? Exactly. Not often. Rarely. Not often. And just in, while we're talking about <clears throat> Cosmos, just briefly, when I went for my run, around the local lake this morning, right? which is called the Leg O Mutton. Because that's nice. what it's apparently shaped like. I was doing my laps of that. First lap, little fucking Robin Redbreast right in the middle of the path, the footpath, yeah. right? Tiny. It looked so perfect that for a moment I thought it wasn't real and someone had put like a wooden one there, which I thought would <laughs> be a weird thing to do, but quite funny, right? Right. Got up, And it didn't move, so I thought, that's not fucking real. Got right up close, just a yard away, and only then did it sort of twitch its head and fly away. I mm. thought, that's nice. Probably someone dead trying to communicate with me, right? Probably, yeah. Second lap, come round, the cunt's back again. Exact same spot. Mm. Exact same spot. And let me get set straight as close as what again. And then it flew off at the exact same moment. Twice in a row, mate. Definitely someone dead. Well, I told Your my mum. Your job now is to work out who. told my mum on the text. And mm-hmm. she said... Oh, it's, she says, Robins are very spiritual animals and it's probably right. trying to tell you that all will be well. 
<laughs> Which nice she one. could be right. I thought it was probably my grandma. But that's a nice, nice bit of mum in that. Yeah, yeah, uh, just keep them sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so Robin, that's all be it? all right. Robin, yeah. Well, don't worry then, because it was probably trying to tell you everything's going to be all right. Anyway, <laughs> JTFN, dickhead. <laughs> I'm busy. Oh, my favourite, one of my favourite ever Sunday sports stories was um, they claimed that Paul McCartney um, had been visited by Linda McCartney, just mm. the, you know, who was dead at the time, still is. But what I mean is, this was post Linda's death. Yeah, and. Uh, and he was into, according to this article, it's a news article. And uh, it, it, according to this article, he was really in two minds about whether Linda would approve of him dating someone, right? Because yeah. there was a woman had come into his life and he likes her, but he wasn't sure whether it was a probes for him to start dating again. <laughs> but it said that he was looking out of his back window, you know, probably didn't washing up or something. And, um, <laughs> And he reckons that because Linda famously loved animals so much that she came back to him regularly in the form of an owl that would come into... I think it was an owl came into the back garden, right? And it was Linda coming to visit him. But that wasn't the point of the story. The point of the story is she'd been doing that from day one. Literally, day after she died, this owl started turning up, right, and communicating with Paul. And And apparently... He was sitting there, it really torn, thinking, I really like this woman, but I'm not sure I still love Linda, and, and I don't know whether enough time's passed, and I don't know what Linda would think or what she'd say. And as he was thinking on this, his fucking owl lands on his fucking back porch and goes, Twit! Woo-ha! <laughs> Twit! Woo-ha! <laughs> and it was Linda saying, Don't be a twit! Woo-ha! I'm dead! <laughs> you gotta get on with your life. <laughs> Don't be a twit about it. Woo her. <clears throat> Just like you wooed me all those years ago. <sighs> Fucking great. After you'd finished going out with Jane Asher. <clears throat> I wonder or was if there the an bo- overlap? I, d- I mean, uh, that's open to question. I wonder if the bootleg, um, bootleg Linda's dead as well. If they killed her off from the bootleg Beatles when she and died. The cruelest Don't joke. Know. Cruelest joke when Linda McCartney died. That, mm. despite being cruel, I'm going to tell, was when he comes home and he goes, kids, Paul McCartney comes home, kids, do you want the bad news or the good news? The bad news is your mum's dead. The good news is spaghetti bolognese for tea. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Top Flight Time Machine. Thanks for listening. We'll be back on Friday with Ask Pelly and Ask Roger Taylor. So get your <laughs> questions in. <laughs> See you, dickheads. Did you have fun?